7 to 8 p.m. Sport on with Tabriso Masia. Thank you, Greg, and a very good evening, everybody. Welcome to Sport On with myself, Tabiso Musia, Loyolom Kalipi, uh, producing. Tonight, we are going to talk about the rise of sports betting in the country. We're seeing the sports betting outlets pop up all over the place, and we visited some of them uh, this week with Loyolo here in Johannesburg, and they are packed from early morning to the evenings, people spending their money betting on all sports, all sorts of things, and we want to find out tonight what's led to this new phenomenon called uh, sports betting. But most importantly, is it addictive? How addictive is it? Because uh, it is gambling after all, folks. And are people sacrificing their hard-earned cash here and livelihoods just for betting? Are they being educated about responsible betting and the dangers that come with betting? Because it seems it's all fun and games to predict and make money of the predictions, uh, but there's also the other side which is losing, and how do punters deal with that? So that's what we going to talk about this evening and also uh, we're going to try and find out what are the patterns here in South Africa, what exactly are people betting on that keeps them there at the betting shops the whole day every day of the week and we saw that uh, this week and if you're a punter please feel free to join the conversation and tell us about your betting experience or if you're not a punter but you're some how um, affected by someone that bets in the family or a friend uh, share with us your story or if you've won big money and it changed your life share that too uh, we just want to understand more about sports betting and 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 the rise of sports betting in south africa we will be speaking to a betting operator he's joining us in studio and we've also invited the national gambling board to just to find out exactly what is their role uh, but before all of that as usual our top story is put together by our hard-working sabc sports team starting off at the psl headquarters uh, in park town that's the venue the psl chairman dr evan koza used to hit back at Suffer President Danny Jordan, who's opened a case of defamation against him, accusing Dr. Koza of being the catalyst behind the rape allegations made by former ANC MP Jennifer Ferguson. If you're with us on Monday, you'll remember that we spoke to the journalist that covered that story for the Sunday Times, Mziligazwa Africa, and today uh, Dr. Koza responded. It's important to point out a tactic that Danny Jordan uses quite effectively against his perceived enemies. He attacks people in public and apologizes privately. Following on the shooting allegations in 2004, the allegations of 2009, I am now in 2018 facing allegations of being a catalyst and founder of a person I've never met, never spoken to, or spoken to anybody associated with her on her case. I know Dr. Jordan has a wild imagination in relation to me. He sees my goals wherever he faces difficulty. Even for him, this should be a bridge too far. I therefore made it very clear today but unlike 2009, when I chose to put the country and our nation first, this time I'm not going to lapse in my pursuit of the truth and justice in this matter. So that's Dr. Heaven because clearly the gloves are off there and he says he wants to clear his name because he is dumbfounded by these allegations. He's got no idea what people are talking about. He's, what, 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 what Danny Jordan is accusing him of. He's never met Jennifer Ferguson. And Jennifer Ferguson has also said uh, publicly that she doesn't know Dr. Evan Koza, but she did confirm that her trip to South Africa was paid for by an anonymous uh, donor. And uh, we really... It's a, it's, a, it's a very bizarre case, this one, and let's see how it goes. In other football news, and, and, and also I uh, just hope, as I said I, I said this on Monday, I hope that this does not distract from the main case here, which is a rape allegation, and it is very serious, and I think a lot of us uh, want to get to the bottom of this, and, uh, and and even the president, Dr. Denny Jordan, said he's waiting for his day in court. He wants to clear his name, and I hope that it doesn't distract everybody uh, from, from, from these allegations because they are really, really serious, and they need to be taken care of. And Another news, Bafana head coach Stuart Baxter announced a preliminary squad of 34 players for the upcoming Kosafa Cup tournament. It's going to be played in Pulukwane. Um, the squad will be trimmed down to 20 players on the 17th of May and um, the tournament will start on the 27th. Bafana will assemble on the 26th in Pulukwane. So some of the players called up, Bruce Vuma, Riyad Peterson, Brendan Peterson, those are the goalkeepers in defence. Riff Rosla, Grandkeka, Nasiabonga, Ngeza, Namucheka, Madisha, Sianda Kulu, Tarek Phyllis, Innocent Mai. Musa Libusa, Sibusiso Mabiliso, Paseka Mako, and Mutobim Vala. Uh, those are the defenders there. Uh, in midfield, Wiseman Meyi was Pesisendlovu, Fortune Makaringe, 
Lebohom Mukwena, Goodman Musele, Aubrey Mudiba, Jamie Weber, Tembinkosi Lodge, Lebohang Mabu, Grant Magaman is also there. Pele Lenchangasa is there. Abednego Musiatlaka is also there. Gift Links, who plays his football in Egypt, as well as Pagamani Masambi and Vincent Pule, also make up the midfield. And the strikers, Gift Mutupa, Lyle Foster, Ryan Moon, Luther Singh, and Lebu Mutiba. So that's the squad that will be trimmed down to 20 by Bafana coach Stuart Baxter. Also making news, Shaq's coach Robert Dupree says it's good to have the experience and form of veteran Bok Prop Tendai, the beast Mtawarira, back in the team to play against the Highlanders on Saturday. He replaces Juan Skuman there at uh, Walid Hooker. Akafanda Marva comes in for the recently married Chili Boy Ralepele with Franco Marais starting on the bench as a replacement. Hooker Lock Stefan Lewis will be replaced by Tyler Paul in the starting lineup. It's uh, always great to have a, a player like when Beast Caliber to, to come back into the team. Uh, as I said previously, he's playing some of the best rugby of his career. Um, having said that, I, I think uh, Jean Skuman had a, had a great game against uh, the Stormers the last outing, and, uh, but it's always fantastic to have Beast back. Well, the Sharks are fresh from a bye this weekend and Dupree says the time off helped re-energise his team and it showed in training this week. Yeah, we hope so, man. Uh, yeah, I think there was a much needed bye. You can just see it from the players coming back from, from the bye. They're really energised and, uh, um, and we had some really good practices this week. And finally, some netball news with the highly anticipated 2018 Brutal Fruit Netball League season drawing ever closer. The Gauteng Jaguars coach Jennifer Van Dijk says she anticipates a tough uh, competition for the league title, but she insists that they are ready. They'll do their best to retain the trophy. The country's semi-professional netball league will start on the 11th of May, played right until the 17th of June, and the Jaguars will be looking to emulate the impressive performance that saw them lift their maiden title last year. Brutal Fruit Netball Premier League is, is a very competitive league. Um, but I think we've got um, a great chance to, to win the title again this year. And that is what we're working for. We won't be in this competition um, to settle for anything less than a gold medal, just like all the other teams. And at the end of the day, this is how we push ourselves, is, is to, to aim for the, to be the best. 7 to 8 p.m. Sport on with Tabiso Masia. So we are talking about the rise of sports betting now in the country, this phenomenon uh, that seems to have taken South Africa by storm. But is it good? Is it bad? What are the dangers? Are people winning? Are people losing? Are people using their hard-earned cash here to bet? Is it addictive? Can they stop? Or can are they not able to stop? As I mentioned, Luyolo and I visited uh, some betting shops this weekend. We caught up with a few punters before we get into our conversation with our guest who is a betting uh, operator for one of the bookmakers. And some of the questions that we asked the punters this well that we caught up with was how long have you been betting for? What do you bet on? What have you won? How much have you lost? Is it good? Do you see your last do you use your last money? As I said and the first one we're going to play, I actually asked him about the biggest amount that he won. The biggest amount I won in bed is hundred and seventy something thousand. <laughs> and how much did you play for? Uh, I, I played that bet with a uh, hundred grand. Hundred grand. Yeah. And you won hundred and seventy. Seventy-two thousand. How many teams? Uh, fourteen. Mm. Fourteen. Just surprise games. Mm. And after that, what else do you win? Um, I do win. 30 something, 40 something, 50 something, but the money that I'm losing is more than that. How, how is that possible? It's possible, it's possible because when you're betting that you're not winning, the money is going back to them. So the money you win, you go back and you play with it? Yeah, of course. Uh, and and how does it affect you then when you lose? Hey, it's so painful, you know, actually this thing has been a problem to me and my wife, you understand that? Anytime that maybe if I'm losing money, my, my face will change and I started to have attitude. But I caution myself that I don't need to take these gambling things to my own or my family things. You understand? So at the end of the day, I get rid of being anger and other things. Mm. Sometimes do you take money from the house to gamble? Always. 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 Why? Because if I don't have money, I will make a plane from house. Yeah. yeah. That's how I do it. And what other sacrifices do you make to come and gamble here? It, actually, this thing has been affecting my business because of 
uh, sometimes I don't even pay attention to my business. So thinking that I'm gonna gain more here in the betting. You understand? Mm. So I don't pay attention on the my business. And then they they talk about responsible gambling. Do they teach you about that? Yes, they do. But I don't listen to those things because I I'm I'm not staying in the street. So for those who don't know about betting, because even us, we're trying to find out, would you say it's a good thing or a bad thing? Gambling is a very bad uh, addiction. But it's something that you need to control yourself. Mm. Mm. For you not to be crazy about it. It's been, it's been a while, maybe mm. seven years. Mm. I don't know when. And what do you bet on? Soccer, everything, nearly everything. What's everything? Because a lot of people just say soccer, yeah. Numbers, there is lotto, UK, lunchtime, lucky seven, horses, mm. sometimes cricket, mostly soccer. And yeah. do you win? Sometimes. What's the biggest you've won here? Uh, 100 and something, 112,000. Uh, I was playing soccer by that time. Mm. So I used to play, I think I used something around 2,000 to play it. Do you win more than you lose or lose more than you win? Uh, like say, I can just say like right now I lose more than what I mm. win. You understand? So, so why do you keep coming back to play? You know, you know this thing of gambling. When it's in your blood, you won't stop. Mm. You'll be thinking maybe one day things will be just like the same. Mm. You understand? So it's difficult to stop. Mm. I just want to be honest. Sometimes you think, ah, let me just quit, but hey, it's tough. What advice would you have for people who don't know about? Uh, betting is it good is it bad what would you say to them uh, honestly it's bad gambling is bad because you thought you win but you end up losing it's bad but if it is in your blood yeah you won't stop it this thing i, I don't know how to put it yeah it's tough to stop maybe like me for a week maybe i can sometimes play like for two thousand rand mm. and i may end up not even getting 500 rand so which means i'm losing big time mm. if i tell you that i'm making money out of this no then it's a lie and then another thing uh, some of us sometimes we play this thing maybe for like pleasure mm. it's not like because uh, like me if i if i if i should tell you that i'm like putting all my mind into this thing that this thing can change my life, my life. yeah it can happen but at the same time i don't want to reason like that because if you have to then maybe you will find yourself one day you know lying on the floor on the road like this mm. you know crying and things like that so that's why with me if i lose i don't complain do you find other people using their last money to come and bet money yeah. they were going to use for something else? Yes, even myself too. Before I used to do that. Like for instance, let's say if, uh, let's say Roma is playing uh, Napoli per se, and I know that Roma is on form, and I strongly believe that Roma is going to beat, uh, 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 what you call, say uh, 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 AC Milan. Mm. Now what do I do if I have, let's say, if I have a thousand rand that I'm supposed to pay my rent? And for it, for, let's say if my rent is not up to that amount, let's mm. say my rent is 3,000 rand. And I know if I put that 1,000 rand, I can get 3,000. Sometimes I take a risk. Mm. Gambling is all about risk. Mm. <laughs> so sometimes you take the risk. And if you lose, you don't have to like kill yourself or you just have to yeah. humble yourself. Then you say, okay, I will try again next time. Basically, that's what is happening. And at home, do they know that you, you bet? No, my wife, she knows. She's I told her, yeah, sometimes when I go home, she receives me with lots of tickets. Mm. But there are some times that she, if she sees that I'm not winning, mm. then she will like tell me, no, you have to limit the rate at which you, you, you bet. But even though sometimes we have an, an argument as per that, because I would sometimes I tell her no. You don't have, don't, if you don't look at me, like let's say for instance, if you see me betting, don't say anything about that, because there are times that I come home, I give you money, you don't even know where this money, I've never asked me where this money is coming from. Sometimes it comes from this thing, so if I'm losing, just, I don't need to tell you, just know that I'm gambling. That's when mm. it ends there. You don't need to ask me, I mean, further questions. Tired of fighting for the remote to watch your favorite TV show? Well, now you don't have to anymore. Hectic 99 is expanding. Hectic on 3, the brand new tween show packed with fun, entertainment, and all things tween, launches on the 30th of April at 3 p.m. Hectic! 7 to 8 p.m. Sport on with Tabiso Messiah. Call Tabiso now. 0891-104-207. And you can also SMS us 40938, our WhatsApp line 061-4104-107, hashtag SAFM Spot On on uh, Twitter, also at SAFM Radio. And uh, those are some of the testimonies that we 
got this week with Loyola when we visited uh, some betting outlets just to find out about this phenomenon called sports betting. And you can hear there... Um, not many good stories to tell uh, from people, but we do have an expert in this field, a betting operator here, James Nguna. He joins us here in studio just to talk about uh, sports betting. What is it all about? Why is it so popular? Is it good? Is it bad? And as I mentioned, if you want to join the conversation and to share your story, 0891-104-207. Are you a punter? Are you winning or are you losing? Are you addicted? Do you have somebody who's addicted? Have you won a lot of money? Has it changed your life? Uh, let us know. We want to hear... All, all, all sorts of views uh, this evening. James, good evening and thank you for joining us on SAFM. Uh, evening to you, Tabiso. I'm glad to be here. We played some clips there from the Panthers who win but lose most of the time. You had some of those. Are these st- stories that you are familiar with in your line of work? Yeah, that's uh, that's what we, 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 we hear from our customers every every day. But there's also great stories to, to tell. Mm. What what exactly do people bet on just in general? In most cases, uh, it's they they usually bet on soccer. Um, soccer, or I should say, sport gambling, has been growing at a tremendous rate uh, since just before the World Cup. People who understand soccer, who love soccer, they always believe that they can always put some money and mm. get paid for their knowledge. Mm. And and here in South Africa, what do people <coughs> prefer to bet on specifically? Um, mostly the one of one of one of the uh, people you interviewed, I, I had said it. Most people they don't really prefer South African uh, soccer because they always say it's it's not reliable. Mm. But people like to play teams to win and what we call uh, total goals mm. 2.5 where you can you can check a match and say you think maybe there will be more than two goals mm. or there will be less goals so in case of the South African um, uh, 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 soccer league they like to play under because they believe it's not predictable. So people don't just bet on fixed odds anymore it's, it's much more than that now. Yes, there's 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 plenty of options. You can even take a bet on a team just to score a goal, and regardless of the overall result, it it won't matter. Just for that team to score, and then you are you are leg on that uh, ticket, and then it's it's through. And uh, and and I've got a betting sheet actually right here in front of me. I went through it, and I see people. I'm just trying to get it, but I see people. You you, you can even bet on a yellow card, or on a corner kick. How does that work? Yes, uh, when when you you can actually bet that uh, if Porto is playing against Benfica, mm. so you can actually say uh, Porto will have received more corner kicks in the first half than uh, Benfica. So you need to know if a team has got the good wingers, mm. you know they keep crossing, the defenders will keep clearing, so mm. the chances of uh, that particular team having more corners are high. Then mm. you can always take that team. Mm. And and red cards and yellow cards, um, you basically bet on who's gonna get booked. Yes, in in in, in South Africa, those are not popular markets. Mm-hmm. We, we 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 hardly offer them to our customers, but of course, the the, the those type of markets are, are available. Mm. So, what's the most that someone has won in your company? Uh, well, I people people always win. I know someone who three months ago won two point four million. Uh, they of, was for, it a soccer bet? Yes, they played. Uh, he placed uh, thirty-six teams, and then he put five friends. And, no way. And then he got. I'm telling you, it's true. So, it, it's not often, but yes, people do win too much money. Let's just go back there. This person put five rand. Yes. They played thirty-six teams. Thirty-six teams. And all these teams either won or draw whatever he chose. No, he, he chose all of them to win, and mm. I think it was very few that he chose to either win or draw. But uh-huh. mostly it was to win. It's teams that were favorite. Mm. Is the East ticket? I think uh, stretched for like two weeks. Mm. It's 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 uh, it's near impossible to get maybe 20 teams that yes. are playing in one day. So oh. they will spread their teams out, and then you. You, you you know that sometimes it has got to do with repeating teams. You mm. know Manchester is playing in the Champions League mm. and they've got a good shot of winning. And next weekend, now they are also playing at home. And then uh, they, in that way, people win sometimes. Ooh. How much does betting start at? How much do you said? Five rand. People play for five rand. In, in, a, in a company that I work for, we also offer betting for as little as one rand. So Whoa. you can play for any amount, basically. 
And and what is this lotto that people are playing? Because when we went there this week with Loyola, we saw a lot of people playing lotto every 10 or 20 minutes. How is it different from the main lotto that we see on TV? Okay, um, the, there's, there's lotos that we source overseas that uh, people can play every, actually it's every five minutes. Mm. And then you can, they are live. We stream them live inside the company. Mm. And also... The, the 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 South African lotto, the there's a UK lotto. They call it uh, 49, mm. uh, 49s lunch time and tea time. People like to play those because they believe they get a lot of money. For example, three three numbers for five friends could you win could win you four thousand seven hundred. I mean two thousand three hundred and fifty. As mm. opposed to if you get it to the national lottery, where the money maybe won't be as comparable. Mm. And 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 we saw. I mentioned it earlier that we saw people uh, going in almost every day. Uh, they go and they bet. They spend the whole day there at these betting shops. I mean, what what is is, is that the pattern that you're also picking up? Uh, look, you you do have um, young professionals who who have got resources. They've got internet access where mm. where they work and they research. They come later to play their favorite teams. More people play for play for fun, though. Mm. You still have a quite number of people who play for fun. For them, they can talk about uh, the next game, knowing that they've they've also committed themselves by taking a bet on that particular match. So, mm. for them, it makes the game exciting, mm. and that's the new normal that I will say in so, sport. So, if those ones play for fun, what do others play for? Um, like one of the people that he interviewed said, some people they've got, they hope that when they play, their life will change. Like for, if you take for example, the guy that won three, uh, 2.4, mm. his life got to change. So mm. there are stories that encourage them. Some, even though if you're not careful, it can make you lazy because instead of planning properly for life, mm. then you start to think, oh, I will win money. I might. I might divert my attention from planning correctly, thinking I will win. Then you you find that it's not happening as to how you 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 planning, and it lets you down. How dangerous then is betting if you are irresponsible? Because we had a lot of those guys. Most of them don't have anything positive to say. Look, if 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 you gambling and you're not responsible, you can you can lose everything. You can lose money for the kids. You can lose your you can even lose your job because you might stop concentrating at um, at what is necessary at your place of work and mm. you concentrate on playing and playing because in order to have a ticket you need to have put down some money yes so if you if you're not responsible it can go very bad we we try and educate our our clients about mm. the dangers i would say it's just more like drinking alcohol if you drink irresponsibly mm. the chances are it will destroy some aspects of your life but mm. if you Someone who knows what you want out of life, and it can be a good habit. Mm. Are the Panthers responsible or irresponsible from from your experience? Uh, you will always have a, have a good mix of those. You will have people that are, are are stopping to dream and concentrating too much on what the possibility of winning can do to mm. change their life, as opposed to working hard and just. Uh, playing for fun and hope the best will come out of uh, such commitment. Is there enough education about responsible uh, gambling? I I think there's there's enough. There's always uh, numbers that are, are given for the Gambling Foundation to uh, advise on gambling and if you are, you are, your ability to gamble for fun is being uh, 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 removed by gambling to get something at all costs. I think there's I think there's enough education, but more than the education that somebody else can give, it's up to a particular individual to realize what they are doing and the dangers that are there as well. Mm. I see most of these betting outlets are now popping up in the townships. I don't know if this is a question for you or for the gambling board when we speak to them later on. But why is that? Can we read too much into that? Or is it a new market for them? Look, um, most people that are when 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 I first got involved in 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 this uh, market, it was mostly Nigerians, people from outside that mm. knew what sport gambling was all about. Mm. Now, people from the townships know so much about gambling. They 
they always take taxis to go into the nearest town in order to be able to gamble. Mm. It's a good thing that now they can at least uh, gamble from uh, from 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 near their homes, and I think it's a good thing that gambling companies are going there. The only thing though is that the education must never stop to educate people why they have to gamble, why they should not gamble when they've gambled a lot, when someone starts to gamble everything they've got, and then that's dangerous. Mm. I saw a lot of women, uh, punters, um, at the betting shops. Of course. Are you seeing a, a, a mixture? Because predominantly you would think that it's mostly guys uh, that bet, but there seems to be a mix here. Yes, uh, the woman mostly prefers to bet on uh, on loto that you spoke about. You've got mm. a few professionals, like young professionals, your lawyers, who reads about sport. They know so much about sport, so... You, you always will have more women interested in playing lotto and less f- on sport. Mm. Now I also wanna uh, uh, oh I wanna touch on on horse racing. Has sports betting killed horse racing? One of the people I spoke to um, during this visit was saying ah, they used to bet on horses, but now it's just sport uh, that they bet on. In a way, you can say so. Has it killed uh, horse racing betting? I mean, yeah. Yes, I think in a way you can be able to say so because sport gambling uh, uh, continues to grow at a tremendous speed, whereas uh, uh, horse racing is on its decline. I think in in the last uh, say three years, it it it, it 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 it's 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 nearing a collapse in a way. If you've just joined us, uh, we are talking to James Nguna. He's a betting operator for one of the leading uh, bookmakers here in the country. And we just want to understand more about the rise of sports betting and this phenomenon uh, that is sports betting here in South Africa. We're seeing a lot of people uh, with these betting sheets. And even now on social media, I mean, people are taking their friends to listen uh, to this show. And some of the tweets here, uh, where is that tweet that I wanted to read here? Someone says, or Sia says, I only use online sites now. I don't have time to go to the shops and uh, also where is that uh, Ditejo says not a single one of those people you interviewed earlier on has anything positive to say about gambling they seem to be addicted they can't kick uh, the habit uh, the, the habit and then someone else says we are Tabu so are you addicted or what Okay, I'm not sure what uh, they're responding to there. But if you do want to join uh, the conversation and, and share your experience about betting, please call us 0891104207. Our SMS line 40938. WhatsApp 061 on SAFM. Call Tabiso now. 0891104207. Now, what's also been interesting, James, that we've seen in the sporting world is that some of the teams, the cricket teams here in South Africa, the Cobras of World Sport Betting, I think, as their sponsor, the Dolphins are sponsored by Hollywood Bets. Uh, what can we read into this, that the firms are now getting into the sporting teams? Yes, because remember, um, legal gambling uh, it, it, is, the, is, the, is the right way to go, even for those cricket teams, mm. because... When everything is done in the open, it leaves little space for for cheating and mm. all that. And I think bottom line, you cannot afford to ignore the opportunities that gambling bring into sport in general. Not mm. only in cricket, you've got a lot of soccer teams that are yeah. sponsored by gambling uh, companies, mm. even here at home, uh, Cape Town. Mm. You know they've got a gambling company. So it's an industry that you can never divorce from the sport itself. It mm. will continue to grow. And I think that's the only way they can blow back into communities. I'm not sure how much you know about this Cape Town City, but you brought it up. Cape Town City and Sport Pesa who sponsor them. PSL is not happy uh, with the sponsorship. Not sure exactly what is it that they're not happy about, that they were not informed or that uh, Cape Town City is being sponsored by a betting firm. But how much do you know about this and what are your views on this case? Uh, look, we... we, we as South Africans, we even even the local the local league is part of the global game, mm. and teams like Everton in in England are also sponsored by betting companies. Mm. Stoke City FC mm. is actually owned by the same people who own a very big gambling company, Betra Six Five, of mm. course. So you have got a lot of teams. Real Madrid for many years and AC Milan. When AC Milan were at their prime, they were sponsored by uh, 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 B-Win, mm, mm. which is an Australian gambling company. So even FIFA has got gambling partners 
So I, I think it's a matter of uh, awareness. Mm. It's a matter of the local industry, of the local sport community to know more about gambling because when it's done the right way, it, it gives opportunities to everybody that's involved in case of uh, the Cape Town team. Do PSL players bet? Have you seen them bet? You don't have to mention names. Um, <laughs> look, um, I think everybody bets. Not necessarily to say a PSL player, but I think they bet. They bet. What, what, what I've picked also is that they're not sure if they are doing the right thing because the PSL need to regulate. They need to do like they're doing in England and be able to, like in England, if you play in the Premier League, you're not allowed to take a bet in the Premier League. Mm. Like if you take a bet, they will always they will always find out in a way that you have been gambling or even on matches that you are involved. So it's up to the PSL to come forward and say, look, our players cannot play in our league, mm. but they should be allowed to gamble. Let's go to the lines now. Stephen calling us from Uppington. You want to comment? Good evening. Welcome, Stephen. Uh, thank you very much, man. Uh, look, for me, I, I really don't think what uh, betting is a bad thing anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've listened to the people who we interviewed from the betting shop. Mm. It looks like for them, really, it's a problem. <laughs> I wonder why they're not leaving it. But uh, for me, it has also got uh, some positive contribution to a society. Mm-hmm. You know, it's got people who are not working, actually. Mm. Uh, like, not full-time, man. Mm. But the little that they do, they get something, they go and play, and they win, man. I've seen a lot of people who are actually winning myself. Mm. I, I also play. You know, I play sports betting. I like, I, I like playing soccer, by the way. Like mm. soccer ten, soccer six, and so on. And you are so, and you are winning, me, and you you comfortable. Very much comfortable. Mm. How much do you play for? Uh look, a, a minimum ticket for soccer ten will cost you like uh, two rand. Mm. But obviously, you wouldn't want to play with a two rand. You, your chances of winning with a two rand are very slim. Mm. So normally, myself, I would play with a sixty-four rand, mm. and I've I've, I've won uh, like. 18,000-something uh, rand with a 2,000 Okay. Interesting one there from Stephen yeah. in Uppington. If you also want to share, uh, feel free to call us 891 uh, That's our number right here on SAFM. He says he had a lot of people that were saying they seem to be addicted, but they can't get out. Why is that? Are you able to, to share? Um, I would say those people that are saying they are not able to come out, of uh, of this thing is because they 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 have tested the win feeling mm. into this whole thing. They have won before. One of your cast, one of your uh, the people you interviewed said he has won one hundred and twelve thousand. Mm. So and they, then he won thirty, and I think he won forty after that. Yes, they win a lot of money. The only thing is they might lose when they didn't have money, and they won when they had money at that time. Mm. But I think it's a it's a if you're playing soccer, it's a there will be a season of you winning definitely as a customer. And like the previous caller said, there are a lot of good stories to tell. Mm. Let's go to Soweto. Titsejo uh, is from Soweto. Titsejo, good evening. Okay, we seem to have lost uh, Titsejo. Is he there? Okay, Titsejo, good evening. Are you there? Okay, we don't have Titsejo. Uh, and uh, if you want to join the conversation, as I said, uh, the number is 891 Let's take a quick break. I patiently waited for you for nine months. I would sit in my chair and talk about how I longed to meet you. I knew you'd be the most beautiful baby in the world. I was ready for you, but I wasn't ready for this. If you have a child in need of reconstructive surgery, Smile Foundation can help you. Visit www.smilefoundation.co.za or call us on 0861-276-453. This is an SAPC Foundation-supported initiative. Tabiso Mosia on SAFM. Call Tabiso now. 0891-104-207. Let's also read uh, some of the, of, of the messages here on social media. Uh, Saisani says it's a good show. He's enjoying it. Uh, Jambasa says I'm a seasoned gambler, just a national lotto and Powerball when I feel like it, but it must be less than 40 rand for me. Uh, Zico Smith says addicts don't stop even when they keep losing education in gambling is not hitting at the ground level there. Let's go to Titsejo now. We've got him back. Titsejo, what was your comment? 
Um, I'm, I was hoping to pose this question to the gambling board guy. Um, why does it seem like most, if not all, online gambling licenses are being issued by Mpumalanga and Western Cape Cod? Oh, okay, we lost you there, but I think I've got the question. Um, he wants to know why are they issued in Pumalang or the Western Cape? I don't know if you can, if you, if, if you can, yeah, if you can. T- no, no, this is a caller. They want to know why are the licenses issued to Pumalang and the Western Cape? I don't know if you can add on that. Um, or maybe it's a question for the gambling board. Yeah, I think I think he did mention that is the question for for the gambling board. Yes. And 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 you as a betting betting operator, what exactly is your role? What is it that you do? Okay, when you are a betting operator, you need to be able to 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 provide. That's the first thing. You send the the prices of the products that the customers are looking for. That's that's to determine the price. Mm. How much do you get uh, if Chiefs win? If you put hundred rand, mm. so uh, someone who is doing the job that I do needs to be able to determine that based on their form. If you put hundred rand. If they are playing against Baroque, maybe you will win uh, ten rand mm. because they are too good. Maybe you can win two hundred rand. That's the f- that's the first thing that you you have to be able to do, being mm. able to determine the price and monitor the betting patterns mm. coming after that market has been uh, established. Now I've got this betting sheet in front of me here. It's got teams from Sweden, Damals and Vanske, and I'm sure that's the. F- 15th division in Sweden. It's got teams from Thailand. It's got teams from the Ukraine. It's got it's got teams from all over the world. I mean, how do people bet on teams that they don't know? Isn't that throwing money away? I mean, there's teams from Denmark. There's teams from Russia. You don't even know their color, but you've got them on this betting sheet. How do people do this? The, 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 the great thing about this whole thing is that people read a lot in order to know much about those teams you just mentioned. Some five years back, uh, when the Chinese uh, Super League started to, to get big and attract a lot of great players, we, we, we already knew that there was a Gongzhong Evergreen, mm. and they were doing very well, and they were starting to attract, even before uh, Paulino can, could go there and play for them. Remember, it was bought from... China mm. to go play for Barcelona. So people read about these teams. Even if we have never seen them play on TV, we read, we check uh, uh, the websites that provide the score lines. You can always be able to see how these teams are able to play when they are at home, when they play away, the type of uh, goal margins they, they win by whenever they are playing. So we are able to know in Malaysia the big teams, which are the big teams, they, which players are they able to sign. Mm. Okay, well, this is very interesting. We're speaking to a betting operator, James Nguna, here just about betting. And we do now have uh, the National Gambling Board on the line. We've got the compliance specialist, uh, Dennis Makari, who joins us just to find out more about their role and also about the rise of betting. Dennis, good evening, and we appreciate your time. Thank you for joining us on SAFM. Good evening, Thomas. Good evening. D- Dennis, we're just on an educational um, a show here, basically just trying to understand what's led to this rise of sports betting, what's led to this phenomenon. Uh, but firstly, what is your role as the National Gambling Board in this space? What is it exactly that you do? Uh, perhaps I can start by saying uh, each and every single province has got a provincial gambling board. Mm-hmm. And their role is to license and uh, regulate gambling in their specific province. And the role of the National Gambling Board is to provide an oversight function over the, the activities of uh, this provincial gambling board. Mm-hmm. And, and is all betting in the country legal, online, or even walk-in betting to the shops? Uh, one cannot uh, rule out illegal betting shops, but uh, uh, betting, sports betting is uh, uh, a, a legal uh, activity in South Africa and their licenses throughout the, the throughout the different provinces uh, to offer you know to allow the Panthers to uh, to do sports betting uh, either by walking through the shop or to do it online. Mm. And are you able to share with us how many licensed bookmakers we have here in South Africa? Uh, I don't have that particular number in front of me, mm. uh, uh, but. Uh, you might find that you know some of the bookmakers you know they they have uh, uh, several betting shops 
Uh, so the number of the bookmakers may not really give you the actual number of the betting shops that uh, exist uh, in the province. Oh, because one bookmaker might have more than one shop around the country, basically. That's correct. Mm. And are the licensed uh, bookmakers BE compliant? Does that come into account when you hand out a betting license? Um, yeah, each and every single um, uh, provincial gambling board has to make sure that uh, when they issue licenses, they do consider issues of uh, uh, BE um, as well as uh, other economic uh, uh, requirements in terms of the act. Mm. Do we have a lot of black-owned book, bookmakers, betting shops? Um, I cannot give you that exact number. I think uh, uh, those numbers will actually... Uh, uh, the provincial gambling boards will be in a position to uh, give uh, a full scope of um, you know, the breakdown of the type of uh, licensed bookmakers that they have. Mm. Okay, let's talk about the education of responsible gambling. We've seen the ads, even the bookmakers that we, we visited this week. We could see the posters are up there. But besides those posters, I mean, how much education is there about responsible betting? Uh, we have... Uh, a lot of messages uh, with regard to responsible gambling in general, not just uh, responsible betting. Uh, this covers all the different modes that are that are legal in South Africa. Uh, the National Gambling Board uh, does uh, 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 run uh, uh, some kind of campaigns in order to educate people. Sometimes we do it in partnership with the Department of Trade and Industry, and uh, sometimes with uh, in partnership with the Responsible Gambling Foundation. Mm. Uh, and uh, uh, the individual uh, gambling boards as well, they do run some uh, campaigns uh, uh, at their own uh, 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 at their own will, so mm. to speak. And, and how's the response? Do you find that the Panthers are, are willing to learn and, and to learn more about responsible uh, gambling and betting? Yeah, we, we do find a uh, quite encouraging uh, uh, interaction uh, uh, with people when we go out there to uh, to educate, but uh, South Africa it's a it's a large country, so uh, we are slowly, you know, making progress. Mm. And what would you say, uh, Dennis, has led to to the rise of sports betting here in the country? Because I mentioned earlier on before you joined us that we're seeing these betting outlets pop up all over the country. Now, there's so many of them. We were in Jobek CBD uh, the other day this week, and there are just so many of them all over the place. What's led to this phenomenon? Why is it so popular now? Well, you're calling it a phenomenon, but uh, in reality, if you look at uh, uh, sports betting, um, and you compare it with other different modes, uh, you'll find that uh, you realize that uh, it only accounts for 13% of uh, uh, all the gambling turnover in the country. Uh, by far, casino has the largest. So, sports betting, yes, it's growing because it appears as if it's going fast because it's coming from a low base. But uh, in reality, uh, it's still very low compared to, uh, to other modes. Mm. And how does one go about getting a franchise of a sports betting franchise? If I want to be a bookmaker, what do I need to do? What do I need to have? Well, you need to um, contact the, your provincial gambling board, and then uh, uh, your provincial gambling board is going to give you a step-by-step guide of uh, how to go about uh, uh, getting a license. You can give us that as the national gambling board. The National Gambling Board is not responsible for licensing, so we do not like... But you don't you have that information, though? Don't you know that information? Uh, that information, it, it will be... Remember that each and every single province um, is uh, has got its own mandate in mm. terms of the Provincial Gambling Act and how they conduct their business. So uh, from province to province, uh, you'll find that you know, the, the requirements may be slightly different. Mm. depending on uh, individual provinces. Mm. We had a few testimonies earlier on, people saying they're addicted, they can't get out, and they're losing their money and all of that. Are you picking up these patterns? Is it something that you're monitoring? Yeah, we do monitor um, uh, the the uh, issues of problem gambling, uh, not just uh, problem betting, in, but uh, problem gambling in general. Mm. And uh, uh, we have... Uh, uh, what we call uh, South African Responsible Gambling Foundation, uh, they, they do offer 
free counseling, they do offer you know, uh, the free help to anyone that requires uh, that kind of an assistance. Mm. Uh, and uh, there is uh, toll free, which you can find from the website. Uh, I can also give it to to you if uh, if I may. Yes, yes, go ahead. Uh, yeah. Uh, so the uh, the helpline is uh, 0800 mm. 006-008. Mm. Uh, alternatively, someone can just SMS help to 076-675-0710. Okay, that sounds easy enough. I mean, the platforms are there; they're available. Uh, people can be helped. And and on the contrary. Do you play a role in providing financial advice uh, to people that win? And this is a question coming from social media from Monwabisi. Um, I, I think the, the South African Responsible Gambling Foundation, they've got uh, several tools that they can be able to uh, uh, to, to, to assist uh, with, uh, depending on what your need is. Uh, they, they deal with uh, the youth professionals in order to provide that assistance. So if you require any assistance with regard to uh, uh, to gambling... Uh, to how I to handle your money. I would advise that you, go, you, you, you get in touch with them. Even if you want assistance on how to gamble... Or, or, sorry, how to use your money. If you've won big and you've never seen 2 million rand in your life. Well, uh, uh, in terms of how to use your money... Uh, I will, Just financial uh, I will, education, basically. I would... Uh, certainly advise that uh, you go to financial experts who can uh, advise you on how to invest the money. Oh, so you don't right. provide financial education or awareness for someone who's won big? It is not our competence to do that. Okay. And then the had a, a caller on just before we let you go, Dennis. Uh, he wanted to know why is it that most online gambling licenses are only granted by Mpomalang and the Western Cape? And and also, why are these new betting houses being found in the township? Uh, firstly, I think we need to separate between online uh, sports betting and online gambling. Uh, when we talk of online gambling, you're talking about online casinos, and uh, that is illegal in South Africa. There's no provincial gambling board that is going to issue a license for online gambling. But uh, for online betting, um, that will once again come come back to provincial requirements. Mm, okay. uh, whatever it is that um, uh, they provide for. Okay, great stuff. Dennis Makari, we really appreciate your time. We're just on a fact-finding mission. We're just trying to understand uh, the rise of sports betting and what's led to it and also how we can help educate. Also, of course, there's good and there is bad, and we appreciate that you found time to speak to us. Good pleasure. Sport On, on SAFM. WhatsApp voice notes, 0614 104-107 I would like to comment on sports betting. Uh, I have played it but uh, what I've discovered is um, if you are to play it for fun like I did you don't have to use more uh, let me say you don't have to use much money but I used to play with uh, small denominations like the five front three run but betting uh, with uh, I think uh, uh, only, only, only on sport. But um, I would like to 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 to, to agree with the, the, your, your guest there, who says uh, education needs to be done to educate people of the dangers of getting addicted to sports betting, especially now that uh, you can now find it in the uh, in, in our in our in our uh, in our location. So that's one of the voice notes that we, we've received. And uh, there's also an SMS here that I want to read. It says uh, there is no gambling sport which is owned by uh, black people. I'm not sure who is this. They didn't leave a name here. Oh, it's actually on the WhatsApp line and they didn't leave a name. Uh, also on Twitter, someone saying, your guest Dennis shouldn't have bothered to come on the show. He doesn't provide any answers. He's from the National Gambling Board, but refers you to the various provincial boards for every single question. Vusumuzi uh, Mazibugo says, betting on teams you don't know is throwing away money money that's where the addiction uh, starts as we wrap up now uh, james nguna i mean what message do you have for the people out there that are listening that 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 bet you deal with this on a daily basis i mean ooh, tips give give you maybe some tips and some advices and what to look out for when they bet whether it's good or whether it's bad uh, the first thing that i'll uh, advise people on is 
if you play teams, if you say you have got selection of five teams and the first two are out, don't chase. There's something that we call chasing. That's where people start to lose too much money. You, you, you Now you go back to your... Uh, to your website or to you run to the shop to try and play the other three because you believe they will win. Uh, never ever chase. Always relax. Do some research if you can and um, don't put too much money that you do not have. That's the first thing because if you have 3,000 rand for groceries, that's not your money. Don't use that money to gamble. Mm. 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 And you've seen people do that? Most of the time, yes, I've, I've 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 seen that happening. Someone will lose and say, "I no longer have." I've, at West, I've seen even someone gamble and they didn't have money for taxi to go back home. Hmm. But we try and sit them down and talk to them, advise them about the dangers and how to play responsibly. And if you play responsibly, you get to keep the fun. That's hmm. the nice part about it. Mm. And and what happens if somebody's got a query about their bets? Is there a legal route? What happens if you lose your ticket, for example, and uh, maybe it's a winning ticket? If 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 you lose if you lose a your ticket, the, the 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 first thing to do is to run back to the shop and uh, let us know. Let whatever company that you 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 took your bet from, let mm. them know that you have got a winning bet, mm. but you have lost the ticket. And uh, uh, efforts will be made to to pay you. You might have to wait for some couple of months to see if there's no one who comes to claim with a valid ticket. Mm, okay, and I want to end off here with some WhatsApp messages that we are receiving. Uh, somebody says gambling is for mugs who lose all the time. <laughs> okay, you clearly win all the time. And then someone else says, I had a man next to me that was gambling and was always trying to double up. Today, he's got no business uh, because of betting. And somebody else says, I bet on sports betting. I Sports betting on lottery numbers is better than the real lottery. You can determine the amount you want to win on two, three, or four numbers. And I'm a responsible gambler from Whitbank. That's how that person signed off there. And Good that you're a responsible gambler and we hope that people are also uh, responsible because we've had some horror stories about people losing everything because of gambling and we don't want that to happen, uh, folks, please. So as you heard, there are uh, there are uh, avenues where you can seek help, where you can talk to people if you think you've got a problem when it comes to betting. But I think this conversation is really, really huge and, and there's more that can come out of it. But for now, that's it from us on SAFM Spot On. Thank you to Luyolo and to Babalwa behind the scenes. Thank you, James Gunn, our guest. Thank you to Mr. Dennis Makari also from the National Gambling Board for joining us um, on the line there. And there will be more sport in the morning with Pat Brown as usual on Sunrise with Stephen Crotus. Up next, it is The Viewpoint with the one and only uh, Mr. Ashraf Gada already pacing up and down the studios there. And um, if you're listening to his show, don't worry about the football tonight. He will keep you updated with that big game. Arsenal up against Atletico Madrid. My name is Tabiso Musia.